Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. Dr. Monica Devenant is an award-winning growth and business coach and mentor at Dr. Monica DR Coaching and Consulting and the founder of the Grow Through Planner, a planner for Christian women. After more than 10 years of working as a medical practitioner, she transitioned into coaching and consulting and has since built two beautiful, amazing, wonderful, (laughs) successful businesses. So welcome, beautiful friend. Thank you, Rach. Thanks for having me. I'm so honored to have you as a guest finally. Yes. Um, and <laughs> it's been a few months. It's been a while. That's it's okay. been a while. The journey. Yeah. Um, everything happens at the right time. So exactly. um, yeah, I love um I'm, I'm just so excited to introduce you to this um podcast community. So please share a little bit about yourself on a personal level. What's your story in a nutshell? Who are you? Yeah, okay, cool. Um, yeah, so I am um well, a medical practitioner turn coach. Um, and um, as you uh, introduced me, Rach, um, I was a medical practitioner for about 13 years before I transitioned into coaching. Um, all this happened about seven, eight years ago is when I sort of felt the nudge to move into coaching. But again, that was a process. It took a couple of years before I finally um, put myself fully into business mm-hmm. um and um in the space of the last six years I've also started my second business so the stack second one is the growth through planner and that came around 2020 in year 2020 um and I'm also a wife I have two kids two girls in primary school and um yeah so I now pretty much work um from home or from a cafe, because uh, I love my coffee. And <laughs> um, and yeah, so I love, you know, both my businesses. One is uh, my my product-based business, which is the Growth Through Planner. It's, it's, it's a spin-off my coaching business. So it doesn't require so much of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, do have a few uh, other people sort of supporting me in the background, but um, it's also seasonal because it's a, it's a yearly planner. So mm-hmm. um, we are, three years in now and um Amazing. yeah yeah and and again it's been and I'll share a little bit bit, bit more in yeah. you know you know in the next few minutes but mm-hmm. um it's been a very steep learning curve um just trying to bring the planner to life in 2020 when the world was like closing in on us um mm. but yeah three years in I've just um received shipment for the next lot yes. so we are yeah just working behind the scenes to launch the 2024 planners wow mm. <laughs> so yeah. much to talk about um but let's rewind a little bit because mm-hmm. we first met a number of years ago I don't even it must be four or five years do you think yep Yep, about um, five, five years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm. Um, so we worked together on your first brand, which was called About Her, which yep. was predominantly life coaching, plus some yes. um, beautiful prayer cards and things. Yeah. Um, gift style things. <clears throat> and um, like I still have mine, I'm so in, I'm still so in love with them. Yep. Um, and that was such an honor to meet you and to work with you in that way. And since we've become quite good friends. Yep. Um, but since you have evolved into a personal brand 
and shifted your focus to life and business coaching amongst many other things, including a physical product and writing books and all the amazing things that you've achieved. Um, And I want to explore all of that. But first, could you please share the story of how you ended up, like how did you decide to start the business? Like you said that you felt the inkling for a couple of years, um, Mm. God whispering into your heart, like how, when was it time? Yeah, so it's it it is a fairly long um, period of transition, and you know all the little things that um, that I experienced in life that kind of brought me to where I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I was so I was working as a medical practitioner. Mm-hmm. I was I was a um, I was working in a private clinic. I was a consultant, um, but we were also in the same space. Uh, so I had already had one child, and we were wanting to expand our family. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, between the two children that I have, um, I had gone through multiple miscarriages. So between 2014 and 2016, I had suffered five miscarriages, and um, it wasn't till the third pregnancy loss, uh, which was probably the most traumatic of all. I had an ectopic pregnancy and that nearly cost me my life. Um, thankfully, it didn't, clearly. Um, but um, in that time, as I was you know, sort of coping through the grief and the loss, mm-hmm. I felt the nudge to start writing. And I, um, I mean, I used to love writing in school, mm-hmm. but not something I would have even thought of doing as an adult. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like just writing was uh, healing for me. Mm. And, you know, it was pen to paper, just pouring my heart, frustration, prayers, etc. And it was in that time that I really felt God calling me to share my words, um, my written word. And so this was going back to 2015. And um, I put together a very simple website on WordPress and, um, at that point, blogging was a thing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it was, tre- it was trendy. And mm-hmm. so I was like, let me just, you know, just start a simple blog and put my work out there and just share pretty much just sharing a very personal journey. Mm-hmm. And what that did was it attracted a community of women. Uh, and I started to get a lot of women reaching out, asking for support, um, sharing their personal journey. It, it was almost like, you know, they, they, were, they now had the permission to share mm-hmm. their stories as well. And out of that came, you know, little, um, I guess, little writings that I felt was um, giving me hope, but I also could see the um, the hope that it was providing for someone else. Mm. And um, it was around that time that I really felt, and I didn't even think it was going to be a business, to be honest, Rach, mm. but um, I think it was those little short snippets of prayer and, um, you know, even a paragraph of what, you know, what, what can come out of this. Mm. Uh, and that became the prayer and affirmation cards that you... Um, you know, designed so beautifully for me. And and pretty much it was what started it all. So I went mm-hmm. back into my journals when I felt this nudge to create something tangible where women can have it in their, you know, in their prayer closet or um, because that's what I was doing. I was writing these little um, reminders to um to encourage me on little post-it notes Mm. and you know I had it sort of on my wall in my prayer closet and I was like if someone has this 
how powerful it would be for them in that moment, you know, where mm-hmm. they just need to be reminded yes. um, that their life is, you know, uh, worthy and, and you know, it, there is hope. And that's when um, I reached out to you and mm-hmm. um, and pretty much registered my business. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I can't quite remember how the name came about, about her, but it's re- mm. re- registered under About Her by Monica. And I guess it's all about her. It was about mm. encouraging that other woman. That woman. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and, and you did such a beautiful job just helping me you know, it wasn't just the design of the cards. You helped me pretty much brand my whole business because yeah. that's what, that was my, you know, my first real yeah. <laughs> business, um, you know, with a proper logo and a, yeah. and a brand guide and everything. Yeah. So yeah, that was the start of it. And obviously it's evolved over time. It's yeah. become more personal brand. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, as, as we all have to evolve, our business evolves as mm-hmm. well. Um, and that's something that we, um sometimes find a bit inconvenient but it is what it is and <laughs> I love we, that you share that we we do have to right yeah. uh, as our brand voice as our voice I guess you know as you mature in your business and you become more bold in certain ways yeah. your brand your brand will evolve alongside yeah and I love that you share that like it is it can be inconvenient like hmm. as we grow as people and we have new experiences or we you know, we have new knowledge or, you know, that type of thing. Sometimes our vision does shift. And with that, our brand must also just stay in alignment. I think that's something that you've done so well. Mm. Um, So how did you make the shift to the personal brand and was it intentional? Uh, I would say it was in the beginning, it wasn't intentional. It was just something that um, I guess I was putting my spin to it. Mm. And as I started to grow as a coach, so I've been coaching now for six and a half years. So the first two years, you know, it was it was a beautiful product. I, you know, um, as you need to do in business, you need to sell things. Um, yeah. And, you know, it was an amazing product that, that brought in uh, a good, um, income mm. and um, I guess what started as a product um, and coaching then sort of evolved as I put my own spin and I was also upskilling in so many different areas of my coaching um, which you know I, I I was then beginning to share from different angles different skill sets etc using different tools mm. and so um, I think I won't say the about her product lost its um, sort of kind of got lost. It wasn't like that, mm. um, but um, but um, what happened was, I think because it was more of my voice coming through, mm. I felt that I had to put my name behind the product mm-hmm. um, and the service. And I think that's where, so whilst it wasn't intentional, it got to a point where, you know, I was sort of sitting at a crossroads. I was like, um, I want someone to to have to, when they're working with me, I want my spin to come come through. Yes. Um, and, and that's when I think I started to get a bit more bold in um, getting my message across. And again, that's been such a process. It's evolved over the years. I mean, you know, sometimes I when I'm coaching a client now you know I'm like 
wow, I've come a far, like a lot, you know, I've made a lot of progress just in mm. the way I coach as well, which is, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it wasn't intentional, but at some point, at one point I did have to make that decision. Yeah. Um, and that's when I was like, as much as I didn't want to put my name to it, um, because it's scary when, you know, you, yes. put your name, you, you put your name to something, yes. um, you're exposing yourself even more. Yes. Um, but it is what it is. And, you know, at some point you kind of have to grow in your business. And that was a bold step that I had to take, um, which was also good because around that same time was when I was um, co-authoring my first couple of books and I was starting to put my thoughts across yeah, and 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 you know, it sort of happened around the same, um, yeah, same time. Yeah, that's amazing. And mm. so since then, I guess you know you've launched all sorts of different offers and mm. um, digital products, and like you, you are just you're a creator. Like there's mm. no doubt about it. You you obviously, um, you know, it's it's something natural um, that I admire about you, but. Um, like in that, obviously not every single idea that you have to grow your business is going to fly. Like I think mm. that happens to all of us. We have something that we think is going to be amazing. And then all of a sudden, like, it, I don't know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, yes, I do. <laughs> so I guess my question is, how do you know when it's time to let go of an idea and move towards a new one? Um, it's because it's, I don't know, one of, because we're told as business owners to Persist and persist and persist, and that's the key to success. Mm. How do you know when something's not even worth persisting with? Like, what are the like, what are the signs? Does that make sense? Because I think that yeah. you, you know, you do, you do with such grace and and so well, and you navigate your business, you know, so beautifully. Um, yeah, I hope that question wasn't too foggy. <laughs> no, it wasn't, and and I think you know I'm guilty of this because in my first few years of business, and as you shared earlier, Rach, so I've evolved from just sort of more in the life coaching space. I've moved into business and life coaching, yeah. and I, I I I mean I love supporting women in business because I think we are a very driven bunch of women. Mm. And uh, I guess I can relate because I'm very driven. I like to get things done. I like to, you know, obviously make progress. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and that's where I kind of, and, you know, uh, over the last few years, I've, I've always said to my clients, you cannot separate life and business. Mm -hmm. When you can probably do it for a short time, but you will get burnt out and something will have to give. So mm -hmm. this whole idea of, you know, I'm I'm a businesswoman and, and, you know, life is separate. It doesn't work like that. Same goes with faith. In fact, faith is part of your life, part of your business, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a wife, I'm, an, I'm a mom. At three o'clock sharp, I get in my car and I'm a mom. Yeah. Um, you know, 3.45, I might be answering an email. I'm a businesswoman. It all kind of works, you know, it has to... There's a yeah. there's a bit of a, a dance that we have to do. And initially it feels a bit awkward, but you know, you kind of find your groove. Yes. And, and you know, there's seasons of life where sometimes the dance is a bit more smooth and other times it just feels a bit stiff. Mm -hmm. Um, but coming back to your question on how, you know, sort of when do we know when to drop the idea? Mm. And I've experienced many. I can't even count the number of times mm -hmm. in six years where I've launched programs and it hasn't taken off. Um, yeah. You know, I've done so much work in the back seat, in the in in the background, recorded 
courses and you know yeah. video, all of that and yeah. when you put it out in the world you get nothing mm-hmm. um so in our you know the first few years of business I was very much I need to do everything I can to get this off the ground in in the best way possible so I'll go 110 percent mm-hmm. and then I put put the, the product or the service out mm-hmm. but what I've realized is that um I held on to these these services or these launches too mm-hmm. tightly mm-hmm. and you know as a woman of faith like I I often go I feel God is pulling me in a you know sort of uh, trying to get my attention in a specific space mm-hmm. but then it fails and so you mm-hmm. go but hang on God wasn't this your idea wasn't mm-hmm. this part of the plan mm-hmm. um, but along the way I've realized that the the vision is still there you know the vision may not have change like God might still want me in that direction but how I get there is it, it, it might look a bit different yes so and now I say to my clients you know when God gives you a vision or when you feel like this is what you want to create do the work but don't hold on to it so tightly don't you know like just hold it loosely and and don't be so uh consumed by the outcome mm. because everything you do you you know you got to sort of find find um uh, learnings from everything so you yeah. know like even me putting putting uh, you know coming with uh, coming up with the growth through planner I mean I sat on that vision for a few months before I actioned it and then I was like this might be a flop like you know the yeah. world is closing in how can I but I was like all right God I can see the vision I'm not sure if this is but I'm gonna do the work I'll do the best that I can and thankfully it was a success but how do we know look and as business owners, we do have to rinse and repeat some things. We do have to, um, you know, don't give up on something so quickly. But how do you know that it's time to call it quits, mm. so to speak? Um, I think it's you, you gotta you you will know it when it just feels um like the resistance is too much. Yeah. And and sometimes you might need to tweak, and I'm all for all right, this didn't work this time, but what can I tweak in this program or this, you know, this specific um, thing that we're working on and maybe try again. But the other thing that I often like to do is um, be, be responsive to what people need, because Mm -hmm. sometimes as business owners, we have such uh, preconceived ideas of what we want to put out in the world. Yes. But uh, this happened to me even recently, you know, like I really felt the need for something and I was like, all right, I'm going to work on it. And and then I'm like, no, but hang on. My people actually don't want that. Yeah. My people are actually craving for this or longing for this. So again, coming back to your people and asking them, and there's no harm in asking. I think in, you know, in years ago, I guess the way of thinking was that if you're a business owner, you need to have it all together. You need to know what to do, yeah. but you don't need to, you know, yeah. you're, and if you run a small business, I think the beauty of it is you can form some really beautiful connections with people. Um, and, um, you know, and that way you, you can come back to your people, ask them, yeah. you know, and, and I've always found that to help me yeah. um, go, all right, this might not be the thing for now, for this season, maybe I need to yeah. drop the idea. And that's happened to me multiple times. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, okay, they do want this, but maybe in the 
in a different way? How can I deliver it in a different way? Yeah. Um. So I think it's 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 a bit. You know, I've probably not answered the question directly, but I think it's um very um different for all of us. Yeah. But I think for me personally, I feel it in my um. You know, I feel the Holy Spirit speaking to me and like, okay, this is not, you know, maybe yeah. drop this or feel it. You, yeah. yeah, you feel it. And yeah. um, even when I was designing the 2024 planner, so it's going to look a bit different to the previous mm-hmm. years. Uh, it has different um, content. Some, some of the pages look a bit different, but it was a response to what my people want. Yeah. And as much as I was like, nah, the last two years, it's worked. It's won yeah. awards. It's done well. Yeah. But my people want something different now. They want a specific segment to the planner. Mm. Was it going to cost me more money to design? Of course, because you're changing the template. Yeah. Printing is going to look different. Yeah. But I'm responding to what my people are telling me. So I think yeah. as business owners, we got to open our ears and listen to what, what our people are. You know, those questions that they ask us, those yeah. little like, do you think you can help me with this or yeah. you know that sort of thing? Mm. The comments, even the conversations. Like I think that's yeah. like it's a skill that business owners really need to develop is the reading between the lines, mm. keeping one ear to the ground. Because even if like people can't articulate what it is that they want or need, you almost need to like have a sixth sense about it. Yeah. 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 Don't you? Like I yeah. really feel that. And yeah. sometimes like, I think something that we really struggle with, particularly as particularly sorry as coaches or mentors, is that we can see that people need something. Mm. And it's the most frustrating thing because if they're not receptive or they don't know that they need it, you'll mm. never be able to sell it. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's that's quite tricky. So I think I mean that was a really hard question. So yeah. I think you answered it so beautifully, <laughs> um, and also just giving women permission to to just not give up but to, mm. to, to like to the, it's okay to just like resolve things when they're you know and try mm. something different mm. but it's not I don't know like we live in, a, in an age in this digital business land <laughs> this like yeah. magical land that you can basically just do whatever you want mm. yeah and isn't that wonderful like I just get so excited by that yeah um, and that even yeah, and even just like the current climate that we live in, yeah, um, you know, with everything, yeah, cost of everything going up. Um, I was just recently even helping a client to to take one service that she has and break it down, yeah, so that she can still help her people in a way that's not going to cost them so much without compromising her value, but you know. Again, that's a response. Your people still need you. They may not have the means to work with you just as yet. This is something I've had to do because I'm being careful with where I spend. I can only imagine everyone is doing the same. So I can, you know, I think it's just opening yourself up to the possibilities. And as you say, you know, in this digital space, you can... You can create like however you want, you yeah. know, you can, you can provide in, in different yeah. ways. Yeah. yeah. And we have the mm. flexibility to do that. And also mm. like to, you know, to be able like to break the rules. Um, yeah. Like I love that. And I love, you know, um, in my Kindred Collective Mastermind, we talk a lot about 
um, pioneering femininity in business. Like mm. to, you can actually do things a little differently to, yeah. to what, you know, to those that have gone before us and that's okay. Yeah. Um, but it's all learning and it's all, yeah, it's, 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 it's oh my gosh, I could just go on about this forever. The mindset, <laughs> the mindset. oh yes. my gosh, we'll yes. leave that one well alone, I think. <laughs> Um, yeah let's not go yeah. there <laughs> today will be for hours um okay well I think like we've talked about a lot of aspects of your business um but you know you mentioned that you just casually mentioned that you're you're an author as well yeah published author um and, and you know that I just have so much admiration for you Monica um, you're a beautiful role model as a mother and a wife and a business owner. And, you know, just the way that you managed to accomplish so much with the time that you have. And you spoke um, so beautifully about the, I call it a life business integration because it's also mm. how I operate. Um, but what's the secret for you? Like, what are some <laughs> strategies that you're laughing? <laughs> you're already laughing. <laughs> a lot of women are put off by starting a business thinking that like oh my gosh how would I possibly fit that in but I look at other women with jobs and go oh my gosh how would I possibly fit that in yeah yeah okay so the secret is I have 27 hours in the day not <laughs> <laughs> not um but I remember a couple of years ago you know, just being in, I guess, in a season of my business where it was a lot, there was a lot going on. I was yeah. constantly in creation mode. Yeah, I was, Um, you know, and obviously this was sort of 2020. I was, you know, bringing a new product in. Oh, I had yeah. kids schooling from home, you know, all of that going on. So it's probably not the best, um, you know, sort of um, uh, time to really sort of used to set a standard when it comes to being productive but yeah I still remember a time going okay um I can't do everything and do it all well yeah at the same time like yeah. I just I just couldn't and I it was almost like a a moment where I was sitting at the you know at the dining table with my um she was in grade four at that point when uh COVID was happening mm. and I was like I can't be present with my child and still run and do everything I had to do in my business. Mm. It's almost like, you know, these moments where you kind of remember the exact, yes. you know, conversation yeah. you're having with yeah. yourself. And I guess at that point, I was like, all right, how can I do this and not compromise? Because look, I came from a medical a profession where we work long hours. Yeah. And that was kind of the one reason that I went, all right, I'm going to take a step back and grow my business so that I can be with my kids. And that mm -hmm. was, you know, kind of one of the, the my whys, like, why did I leave that profession? Mm. And, uh, and, and to not honor that would be mm. doing myself injustice. So, <laughs> which took me a few years to uh, mm. realize, but, um, you know, so I guess at that point I was like, all right, I can't do everything and do everything well, which is what we often hear people preaching. You can, you know, she, she, she thought she could, so she went for it, etc. I can't remember the exact, yeah. you know, quote, yeah. but you know, it, so it almost gives us this false idea of we can do everything. We can be yeah. the best mom. We can be the best business owner and you yeah. can't, yeah. our, our energy and our time is a limited resource. Like, yeah. 
So what I've since been doing, and again, it's a, you know, a rinse and repeat and refine process. Mm. Uh, and I must say, I'm much, much better now these days. Mm. So I carve out, I carve out a bit of time for, for, for my, I guess, my me time. But when I say my me time, it's really my um, time of nurturing my spiritual um, yeah. my faith self yeah. and I've been doing this consistently for about a year and a half and I do that through journaling so mm -hmm. every morning and if you follow me on Instagram you might every yeah. few days see me journaling yeah. with my coffee yeah and so I pop in my you know headphones I have a local cafe I go there I do that yeah and uh, so I drop the kids to school and then do that and and so that's done that's the first yeah. thing I do every morning because it yeah. kind of sets my day yeah. And, and then I have days for coaching. I have days for just working in the business. So I used to be, I'll coach one, you know, one, two hours and then I'll work him. It doesn't work for me. I find the, the shift of energy is, mm -hmm. is hard to do. Yeah. So I have days where I'm purely in coaching mode and, yeah. you know, all my clients book, book in on that day. And yeah. then I have days where I'm working, you know, in my business, doing yeah. all the boring bits that we have to do. Yeah. Um. But what what I also do is rage, and that's really helped me. Is I've learned to be very realistic with myself. Yeah. And I think that's where, especially for women who also juggle different roles, like caring for family, etc., we have to be very realistic with ourselves. Yeah. And that you can do it all concept. Um. Honestly, I I do not like that. And when I work with women who are moms. I, I basically get them to tell me what their goals are for the next three months. And I love working in 90 day cycles. That's kind of my signature way of working. Mm. Um, and we, we get really real. Okay. Tell me how many hours in a day you actually can work, not grocery yeah. plus work, not coffee plus work, like actually work. And yeah. some people get very uncomfortable trying to answer that question. Yeah. Because when I first did that for myself, I, I was like, yeah, I have about six hours, but realistically, I only have four. Yeah. You know, and and so if you're trying to grow your business from say zero to 10K a month, you're going to need to put a lot of work in it. Yeah. And if you're saying in 90 days, you have only four hours, three days a week to work. Yeah. Okay, maybe you might not get to 10K. Maybe yeah. let's bring it to 5K. Let's be real. I'm not yeah. saying you can't get there. Yes. But you got to be real with the time. Yeah. And of course, you know, I've had to invest in a few different things like a, you know, a VA to help. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had to, and I, I'm a strength certified uh, coach and I do that on myself. Yeah. Um, and I know where my strengths lie. And I, and I do that with my clients as well, because sometimes in business, we think we can do it all. Mm. And, you know, when you're a startup, that's what you do. Yeah. But at some point you will have to, if you don't want to, um, burnout I guess you mm. you need to let go of some things yeah so I've invested in uh, a VA I have a cleaner every couple of weeks yeah um, you know for for one couple of hours and then I invested in some kitchen appliances that can yes. do you know can yes. cook while I am sending an email you know, yes. a little, and it's the little things you yeah. know yeah. um put put something in the slow cooker and I, I'm I'm a bit um yeah, I don't like to leave the house when the slow cooker is on. But, um, you know, I put it there, but I'm sitting in front and doing yeah. my thing. So, yeah. And 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 by 3.30, I get the kids, dinner's done. Yeah. I can sit with them. I'm not yeah. stressing about dinner. Yeah. So I think it's just 
not letting your day run you, but you need to run your day. Yeah. Kind of concept. But I think the one thing, if I can say that has really helped me is just being realistic. Yeah. And I know that's such an open thing, but the moment we get it, all right, I've only got four hours. And even when I'm writing books and stuff, I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. Monday, Tuesday, I only have four hours each day. Yeah. And, you know, and then of course, there's so many productivity uh, methods that you can use, like, you know, working in 25 minute blocks, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So wrapping up, if there is a woman listening who is feeling a little stuck in her life or business and I've literally just spoken to two women in the last 24 hours who are feeling mm. like that. Um, I think there's a, there's a lot more of us, you know, in this community who like, I think it's just a natural part of, of life. Like when we're mm. on the road or crossroads or we've got opportunities we're not sure about, yeah. um, you know, not knowing the path forward and feeling a little overwhelmed. What would you say to her? Yeah, great question because I think... Um, there's a lot to explore in that stuckness. Uh, yeah. And I know sometimes we kind of, you know, we use that language and I've come across lots of clients who, you know, when they start working with me, that's pretty much where they are. They're feeling stuck. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you, if you picture an iceberg, um, stuck is just what we see on the top. Yeah. But there's so much more going on in the bottom. So sometimes yeah. we feel stuck when our business is about to expand and we, we just don't know, can I manage this? Do I need to bring in more staff? Do I need, you know, I don't have enough time in the day, et cetera. So that's kind of your, your. I guess it's a better place to be stuck in. Like it's a good problem to have. Yes. Um, but sometimes you can feel stuck because your business doesn't feel aligned to you as a person and what you're trying to create. And I get this a lot in women who, you know, maybe um, they started a business years ago when life looked a bit different, the seasons of life looked a bit different. And now they're just like, business doesn't feel right. It doesn't, it feels more like a chore. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong, business is hard. It takes a lot out of you and there are seasons to it. But uh, if it's a constant, then I think we really need to explore why, why is that maybe, you know, maybe it's not the right model for you anymore. And, um, you know, even from personal experience, a few years ago, when I started a business, I had a membership and that went for two years. That was the model I ran on, but it came to a point where I just, that model didn't work for me anymore. And I felt really stuck because I was like, you know, I love my members. I have, you know, this amazing community, but now I have to let that go. Yeah. But um, it just wasn't the model that was a right fit for my business. The business was still amazing, but um, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, the, I didn't have the time to do the monthly sort of creation of content, etc. Yeah. etc. Et so sometimes it can be more of a more of what I get, I, I guess it's like a more of a mindset thing. Uh, maybe we need to explore, you know, um the underlying reason for mm. why. But sometimes it can just be more of a strategy thing. Mm. Maybe we need to change the way we deliver our services or product. Maybe, you know, recently I had a client who was feeling really stuck in her business. She's an amazing product-based business, Mm. but um, she was spending a lot of her energy on the wrong things. So she was like, you know, just really not, I guess didn't have the drive mm-hmm. but uh, when we explored further it was really the all the packaging bits that was keeping her stuck I was like we got to simplify your process so that it can be replicated by someone else mm-hmm. um, so sometimes it's in the strategy sometimes it's in the mindset sometimes it's in the alignment so what I would say is if you're feeling this 
stuckness mm. and it's some something that's persistent yeah um then we need to you need to explore the reason behind it and you know i mean there's a lot of good advice out there but nothing like getting someone to just throw an eye on your business because yes it's never a blanket rule when it comes to um working with a business there's so many underlying layers um you know sometimes even just the fact that they've had a really bad month or bad mm. months few bad months in a relationship or something mm. that can throw someone off that can keep them feeling really stuck because they're not able to show up for their business in the best way possible yeah um you know so i think it's just you got to peel peel back the layers a bit it's like an onion you got to peel it back um and stuck is real. I've been there. I know what it feels like to be stuck. Yeah. Because um, it's almost like you can't, you know, you have this amazing vision and, you know, you want to create something, but you just can't get there. Yeah. And yeah, so it's, it's, it's a, it takes a bit of time, explore, and then get some really tangible steps that you can do. Um, I, I'm, I'm all for tangible steps because I mean, fluff is good for a while, but if someone doesn't tell me how to get to that next step, yeah, it, you know, you still sit in that place of feeling stuck. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I sometimes I think that even though you don't know, you may not really have a clear picture of where you're going, just taking those steps mm. um, is enough to find that motivation again or, yeah. you know, oh, hang on, this isn't this isn't where I want to be going. And then you get that clear message. Okay. It's this way then mm. um, just to, to take that initial, yeah. Initial tangible action. I love that. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I've got some fun rapid fire questions to wrap okay. up. Okay. Yep. Um, so just say the first word that comes to your mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what's your favorite app? Instagram. Instagram. Time of day. 1.30 p.m. Why? It's the time I break off from work and I, I take the half an hour to have my lunch and watch something I like. Oh, I love that. I it's love my, that. it's kind of my, like my, my secret little. It's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah, it's my guilty pleasure. So I save uh, an episode of something I'm trying to watch on Netflix or something. I love it. <laughs> because <laughs> then, then I have the one hour solid block to work before I get the kids for the kids so, oh, yeah I so I answer no calls between 1 30 and 2 all right so <laughs> I'll remember that um I have to set time yeah I don't do that I don't have a set time I just kind of move with the flow but yeah. and I, I have to admit that 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 I do that occasionally as well I will sit yeah. on the couch with my lunch especially when it's a cold wintry day yeah tired and yeah let <laughs> <laughs> yeah so nice isn't that one of just one of the amazing things about having a business at home that you can mm, do? Yes. Um, okay this was rapid fire okay mm. favorite type of exercise walking walking yes mm, mm. um and favorite habit or ritual journaling um okay favorite way to relax a good book and a good coffee mm. better if together Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> um, okay. And finally, your favorite thing about your business? Oh, the women I get to work with, mm -hmm. honestly. And it's it's more the the when they get the breakthrough, like you know, you sort of it's like that light bulb when you yeah. when they get it, you're just like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah. That's my favorite moment. Beautiful. Mm. 
Oh, thank you so much, Monica. I've just absolutely adored chatting with you. And thank you so much for sharing um, so openly and beautifully with our audience. Um, Mm -hmm. So where can they find you? Yeah, so favorite app, Instagram <laughs> at, <Yes>. uh, <laughs> at uh, monica.d.r and um, my website. So that's www.drmonicadr.com. Wonderful. Thank yeah. you so much, Mon. Pleasure, Rach. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, I invite you to share the link with another woman in business or someone who needs to hear this message. Every woman we can support to grow a meaningful, profitable brand is another woman who is free to live a purposeful life for herself and be more present for her family. None of us are alone in the challenges we face in business, but the solution can start with a gift from someone else, and it could be a podcast episode just like this one. Thank you for listening.